love laid bare. Sharing the highs and lows of stories that matter to you. One conversation at a time. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are on this globe. Welcome back to Love Laid Bear, guys. Hmm. You know, I feel like I say this at the beginning of every season, you know, I apologise for the lengthy hiatus. I don't really have a genuine excuse right now, um, other than I've just been living you know like I have just been living I have been living out my vision board to a certain extent um and yeah like I feel like there's so much to um really chop up catch up on I don't want to make this episode too long because you know um it's been a minute, so I'm going to try and cut through as much as I can. But I think, you know, first thing on the agenda, coronavirus, guys, like it's, um, it's, 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 it's been real. Um, I don't even know what day. So the date today is the 1st of May, right? It's the 1st of May today. And I believe we went into lockdown on the 27th of March. So however many days that is. Um, How has lockdown been treating you? Um, uh, I feel like... um, I feel like there's kind of two types of people um, when it comes to um, how, you know, corona has affected them. So I think you've got some of the, like, the very overly cautious... And then you have um, some other people who are fairly laissez-faire about things. And there seems to be quite a lot of, um, you know, contempt. (laughs) Sometimes more so thrown at the laissez-faire type of people. But again, there's also levels to it. You know, there are some people who just loyally do not give a toss. Um, But I think it is helpful that, you know, we have been limited in doing some of the things that we ordinarily would do. For example, if the high street was open and if shops were open normally, this lockdown would not have worked at all. Um, so when you kind of force a situation where you literally, where can you go? You can go to the supermarket, to any shop that's selling type, you know, food or whatever. You come home. You might take an extended walk, but you come home. There's not really much to do. Um, so, yeah, let me know how um, how it's been treating you. The thing is, honestly, I didn't expect when when the when the news of the Corona first started to surface, COVID-19 started to surface. I was like, yeah, do you know what? Maybe things will go back to normal, like by after Easter. That's what I genuinely thought. Um, but then when they started to talk about, you know, schools not coming back you know, people doing their, having their GCSEs and what have you, you know, they did their end of year at the end of March. I was a bit like, "Mm," you know, um, so yeah, it's, I think in, in its own way, I think it's probably a trying time for everybody. However, you guys should know how I am. And I try and look at the positive sides of everything. Um, I would say for me, um, it has been, it's been quite nice, um, you know, the weather's been good, I've, you know, mostly been enjoying homeschooling my daughter, um, that in itself is challenging because I remember initially I was thinking, what am I supposed to do with a three-year-old seven days a week from seven or sometimes 6am until whenever she decides to go to sleep, which is usually you know, her bedtime is usually around 8, 8.30. Um, but you know what it's like on weekends and stuff like that, you're kind of a bit more laxed. But she's at the point where she doesn't want to nap during the day anymore. So it's like, okay, how am I going to do this? Um, so I devise a schedule, you know, isn't often stuck to, but at least there is a structure that I can follow 
um, if need be. Um, she seems to have taken to it like a duck to water. I think she enjoys being at home, but it has concerned me that, you know, she's not actually interacted with another child for, what, six weeks? I think it is now. I don't even know how long it's been. Um, but she doesn't seem phased by it at all. Um, so we're kind of all good there. Um, I, I, you know, I'll just keep it 100 with you guys. I probably, whilst being cautious... As in, like, I'm not, um, you know, I've not seen my friends. So, I technically would fall into the maybe the laissez-faire section of things. So, in the sense that, um, you know, the one-hour limit of walking a day. So, the way I see it is I have myself, I have a daughter and I have a dog. So, therefore on a technicality, I'm entitled to three hours outside of the house because I have myself, my dog and my daughter who all need their own individual exercise. Now that's not even to say that I've been out for three hours, but that's how I look at it. I'm entitled to technically three because, you know, I can't class my exercises hers and his and even anyway to be fair what exercise really do you know what I mean I, I thought I would come out of this corona like maybe a stone and a bit lighter but um hasn't quite worked that way you know um I had a a post that went viral um in response to a post that kind of said like oh you know um if you don't come out of this quarantine period with all these new skills or whatever, you basically just wasted your life. And I kind of counteracted that by saying, you know, don't feel pressured that you need to come out of this quarantine or lockdown with any new skills or anything. Like if you can just survive with your mental health intact, then you have done enough. Enough. Like, you know, we have go-getters in the world who are constantly, you know, chasing that next high of, you know, higher learning development or what have you. But then, you know, we have to be, I think we have to be mindful and a bit responsible. And even towards ourselves, not every post has to apply to you. It doesn't, you know, if the cap fits, the cap fits. If it doesn't, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, even myself, like, I kind of thought, okay, so um, I've got all this free time. Actually, no, I don't. I don't have any free time, really. I don't have any free time. And I think this is another reason why I've not come back on earlier, because what free time do I have if I've got a three-year-old that is constantly demanding my... You know, like, if I walk into the kitchen... Mum, what are you doing? I'm just in the kitchen, Mama. Mum, come in here. Why? Mum, because I want to show you. Do, do you understand what I mean? So it's like, although I feel like, although having a toddler isn't physically draining, mentally, especially with my daughter, who is like, you know, um, she's very smart. So I can't, there are times when I try and fob her off with nonsense just to maybe shut her up for a little bit. Um, and yet it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, so yeah, it's just, I just, I find it sometimes very mentally draining and she is still three. So as grown up as she wants to behave, you know, she'll still throw those tantrums and I can find them quite draining sometimes. However, for the most part, you know, we are fine um but I do have the luxury of her sometimes going to her grandma's and granddad's on the weekend um now again this is where I say I probably fall into more of the laissez-faire category because some people when I've told them I've been like oh my god how can you do and I'm like well you know that is my choice to make so and I need the break and I'm not going to apologise for that either. So, hey, what can we do? Um, but yeah, so send me send me some DMs, Twitter, 
Facebook, whatever, Instagram. Let me know how you're doing. Um, I didn't want to jump on the effects of of what it's doing to people because um, I didn't want to speak too early. Um, I was very tempted to kind of start pushing out content it's particularly on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter about it. But I thought, no, let me just sit back because there's enough of it out there anyway, to be honest. I don't really think um, Love Laid Bear offering you anything, it would probably really offer you anything differently to what is out there. Do you know what I mean? Like um, me personally, I'm loving the Insta lives, particularly the DJs. You guys are doing bits right now. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, I think my highlights so far in terms of Insta lives this is <laughs> quarantine radio has given me so much life now yes I could talk about the objectification of women and yada 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 however it is actually hilarious like honestly there, there'd be times that like, I'd be on the phone talking to someone I'd be like yeah do you know I'm just a bit tired you know I'm gonna go to bed and I'm tuning into quarantine radio like that's how much it got me um <laughs> and the raves oh my god like well raves I say but like the DJs um and the uh there was a, I'm into dance hall and Beanie Man and Bounty Killer had a clash well I could say clash you know they didn't they weren't like clashing backward and forward but you know they had um they performed on the same um stage and that was brilliant absolutely loved that if you didn't get it you can catch it on youtube um what was another good clash actually um yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about what happened with teddy riley and babyface um that was hilarious the memes that went around after that absolutely killed me um so that was good um so outside of that i can't really remember where we would have left off but um, in terms of what I have been up to, so I think I did mention to you guys that I've started my um, my counselling, um, well, yeah, so that counselling psychotherapy training, I've started that. So I'm now kind of like nearly halfway through. Um, you guys will know I'm very much about self-awareness, all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. And this course is like up in that level even more like as the weeks go by there are going to be certain little things I'm going to share with you exercises and the such that you can do on yourself just to build your self-awareness it's so so show 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 so important um and I'm loving it like uh obviously because now um you know we actually can't go into um our training center and what have you we're having to do remote learning so we're using microsoft teams and that's been um you know it's had its issues like we've lost half of the class i don't know where they've gone but we had a thinking like a class of about 20 people and now online there's only like 10 11 maybe something like that so sad to see them go but i'm going to press on um you know my intention is to take this the whole way um and you know I would love to bring Lovely Bear with me on the whole journey but you know I've been doing a lot of thinking recently and um yeah I'm just I'm not entirely sure where Lovely Bear is going to sit in the future I don't know I'm just I'm going to keep going for now don't get me wrong but um you know I'm trying to think about how I could make it work going forward only because whilst I'm learning about you know the ethics behind um psychotherapy and counseling you know there's there's almost like an added sense of responsibility if that makes sense um and don't get me wrong obviously this platform is about people sharing their stories and I'm never trying to really therapize any anybody um but I can imagine as I kind of hone in on my skills and I get better there may be an element of that and is that ethical doing that on a podcast I don't know but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens I'm not there yet anyway so um I've got a long 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 way to go so um so yeah so that's basically in a nutshell what I've been up to uh lovely bear celebrated their second birthday on the 8th of April so I had a little insta live 
where you know I had you know a little bit of some bubbly a cake um the live was absolutely atrocious so I was trying to get a few people to see me happy birthday wasn't happening the live kept cutting out every two seconds um so that didn't quite work out as I planned but hey I celebrated I bought myself some roses I bought myself a card because you know in in everything I've achieved up to this point I've, I've not celebrated myself at all um I was planning on having a two-year birthday party where I would invite you know um previous guests people that have been involved and you know even some of the listeners um and I'd been planning this from last year and for whatever reason it just didn't materialize and now I know why because it wouldn't have happened because corona is here um so luckily I wouldn't and I haven't lost any money because you know I definitely would have lost money if my event had to be cancelled so we give thanks for that um so this season um as usual I've got a, an array of different topics um different stories this season has the potential to be quite heavy I think that there's at least two stories so far that are quite heavy um but I think you enjoy it though I think you enjoy it I'm gonna try and um keep it as balanced as I can um so I've interviewed several people already from like you know pre-corona um so it should be interesting and I hope you do enjoy the the episodes um I wanted to talk to you today about gaslighting um I saw a video on Twitter this evening actually and um it basically like reminded me of something that I had um been through myself now um if you've not heard of the term gaslighting, that's absolutely fine. I guarantee you that you have either been the perpetrator or you've been a victim of gaslighting. So this is um, this is the the kind of definition of gaslighting. So um, so this is in the, this is from Psychology Today. I didn't opt for Wikipedia. But gaslighting is a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their reality. So they go on to say, it works much better than you may think. Anyone is susceptible to gaslighting and it is a common technique of abusers, dictators, narcissists and cult leaders. It is done slowly so the victim doesn't realise how much they've been brainwashed. Okay. So you might be thinking, oh, this sounds very, very sinister. Oh my God, no, that's not happened to me. Look, um, some of the ways that people can gaslight you. So, all right, let me give an example. I had this in my long-term relationship. So let's say, for example, um, I find a, a text message from another woman saying whatever. When I confront my ex about it, he says, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. What what woman? What woman? What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're chatting rubbish. Oh, da, 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 da. Now, you know what you have seen. Yeah? You, you know what you've seen. You then go to confront the person. And they're basically telling you that what you've seen is incorrect and therefore whatever assumptions you've made it's because you're not basically well in the head I'm sure plenty of us have been through that in some capacity so um like I'll get I'll give you an example um say like maybe in the workplace um let's say you are experiencing some type of like bullying um and let's say you're quite you know you you confront you confront the 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 person that you feel like is bullying you about it 
and they say it, it could be could quite well be your manager and you know they say no there's no problem what do you mean no I haven't got a problem with you where are you getting this from no we're fine it's okay no 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 no. don't you worry about that oh no that oh oh what that day oh no 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 I just I just probably hadn't had my morning coffee no no but um but yeah no I, I this is probably more about you is, is everything okay with you are you a bit stressed they turn it around on you yeah um now gaslighting can I make it very clear is a form of emotional abuse and if this is happening in your relationship you need to do something about it quickly because the other party will make you feel like you are mad or you are going mad and when the spirit of confusion gets into your mind it's not nice it's not a nice tactic and I don't know I mean I get why adults would do it particularly if you are abusive if you're a narcissist or if you're just generally quite controlling um but it's not it's not healthy like um and we also have to be mindful about not gaslighting our children because that is very easy to do I like I unknowingly did it to my daughter and it's only because she kicked off with frustration that like something clicked in my head and I said whoa what are you doing and it was something as simple as this um let's say she said to me oh mum um can I wear my star tutu now it's raining we're about to go out I don't really want you to wear a tutu do you mean it's cold yeah so rather than me explaining to her why I don't want her to wear the tutu and just make her understand because I just didn't I didn't really have the time to be going through all of that right um because I know that she's not going to be happy and I know it's going to be a discussion and probably a tantrum and uh, do you know what I mean so I told her that the tutu was dirty and it was in the wash so she's like no it's not so I'm like yes it is and she's like no it's not and I'm like, it is, it's in the wash, it's dirty. Now, I keep underestimating, <laughs> I keep underestimating my daughter, right? So when she's adamant about something, to be honest, nine times out of ten, she's not wrong. But obviously, me being the adult and probably having an ego is still not willing to accept this. So she knew that her skirt wasn't dirty and she knew it wasn't in the wash because she'd probably seen it in her drawer and that's why she made the decision. I gaslit her to the point where she got frustrated and then nearly went into a meltdown because I'm making her question her reality. That's not fair. And I'm being very mindful that that is something that I shouldn't do to her because at the end of the day, I don't even like it being done to me as, as an adult. Now, um, some of the things that, you know, some of the, the typical kind of... Um, techniques that you know gaslighters use and like I say you can quite easily be the victim or the perpetrator in this situation but it depends on I think sometimes I don't necessarily I feel like master manipulators know about gaslighting they know exactly what to use Um, I feel like most people who might use these techniques are just I don't think they're necessarily even smart enough to know the psychological impact it has. But then somehow they do because they must know that it works because otherwise they wouldn't do it, right? So some of the um, techniques that, you know, gaslighters use is um, they tell blatant lies. So for me, the number one gaslighting song of all time is It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Because... She talks about coming in, catching him banging on the kitchen counter and he's going to turn around to her and tell her that it wasn't him. That song is Emotional Abuse 101. Yeah? Um, number, so they'll, they'll deny that they've ever said anything um, even though you might have proof of something. So, for example, the, what I gave you, text message. Someone can send a text message. Um, no, you're wrong. 
oh, you're crazy, da 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 You know, the, the message is no longer there now. And then you're going to make me try and feel like I never saw the message. And do you know what I mean? It's just, it's, and the thing is, when you say it out loud, anybody listening to you would be like, but you saw it. So what are they talking about? But uh, trust, hmm, look, um, they can use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. So for example, they might know how important your kids are to you. And they might know like how much your identity kind of relies on, say, for example, being a parent. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll attack you kind of on that basis. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, it's just not nice. And people who gaslight will wear you down over time. So it's not like... The thing is, it depends on how savvy you are. And I'm going to give you a personal example of mine. Yeah, because I'm aware of gaslighting, I know what it looks like, I know what it smells like, and I can see it straight away. But that doesn't mean that you can't be affected by it. Because even me, being me, being self-aware, all that stuff, I, I was a little bit susceptible to being gaslit. Even though I called it out straight, like as soon as I saw it, I called it out and I said to the person, you're gaslighting me right now and I don't really appreciate it. But because I kind of felt like they didn't do it with intention, I kind of, I didn't let it slide, but I kind of did let it slide. Um, And it kind of annoyed me because I think it took me a couple of weeks to actually be like, do you know what? Nah this ain't this isn't this this actually is not gonna run it's not gonna run um yeah so there's 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 various amount of tactics but what I want to what I want to um play for you is this um video that I saw on Twitter and it just reminded me of a situation that I'd gone through so I'm gonna play it for you now um it's like a basically it's a cartoon um so there's there's a girl talking on the phone to her boyfriend or some guy. Um, but yeah, listen listen to how this goes down. Why don't we talk anymore? We still talk. Samuel, we've talked four times in the past three weeks. I didn't know you were keeping track. It's not hard to count to four. I guess I've been watching my space lately. More space than a thousand miles? Why are you so upset? Why do you keep asking me that? Like, I have no right to be. I mean, I guess it's normal to be a little sad, but I don't think you should be as upset as you are. Okay. Please tell me the appropriate amount of upset I should be, and I'll try my best. I don't know. I just feel like you should be okay with me not coming to see you or talking to you all the time. It's not the end of the world. I'm not threatening to throw myself off a bridge. I'm just irritated and confused. I miss you. Is that not okay? Like, I have a heart. You're in it. I can't help feeling like this. Yes, it's okay to miss me, but do you love yourself? (laughs) Of course I do. Then it shouldn't hurt you like this to be without me. Maybe we should just tone it down a bit, get some space, and see where things take us, okay? Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. That's fine. Why are you FaceTiming me? I want to make sure you're not crying. I'm not. Then can I see you? Please see. Even while he was ripping my heart out, I couldn't say no to him. Right. (laughs) The reason why I felt so compelled, right, to actually speak on this topic is because how this video played out was exactly look exactly to the point other than you see you know you heard me laugh when he was like but do you love yourself that part of the conversation didn't happen and um but essentially in essence this is exactly how the conversation went now you know, I wasn't as emotionally invested as this, as the female character in this, um, little skit, um, 
But I, for me, so, okay, I, I was talking to this guy that I'd known from before, um, well, known him a long time ago, kind of surfaced back, whatever. So we're talking, what have you, you know, over a couple of months, whatever, spending time, whatever. Um, I can't go into it, but essentially you guys know I'm quite spiritual, um, and, um, literally one day I was there minding my business and my spirit intuition gut literally said, ask him this question. So I was like, oh, okay. And then once that came to me, all these other things started to flood. So things that I um, didn't necessarily at the time pay any attention to, but once this question was given to me to ask him, all these things literally just started to come to me that I'd observed and I've seen, but I didn't think I was observing at the time. I didn't really think any of these things were a problem. And most of the time they weren't a problem. It was just interesting. If that makes sense. Oh, oh, that's cute. That's interesting. That might've been a thought process I had, but for whatever reason, all this stuff started to flood to me. So anyway, cut long story short. I knew what the answer was. Yeah. (laughs) I already knew what the answer was, but I wanted it to come from him. And I wanted him to tell me, um, I wanted him to tell me the answer. Um, so basically what I will say is, is that once I raised this with him, that's when things started to go downhill. Um, you know, we had gone from, you know, me seeing him every weekend, speaking several hours of the day, And for me, that was a massive deal because I'm not someone that likes to sit on the phone. There's literally probably maybe two, two, three people that I will sit down on physically on the phone to and talk for hours and not feel away about it. I don't, I genuinely don't like to sit down and speak on the phone for long periods of time. I'm the, I'm the voice note queen. I'm the WhatsApp queen, telephone calls. But, you know, he brought me out of that and, you know, it made me feel like I was 17 again. Like I'm, you know, I'm spending all this time speaking on the phone. It was nice. Like it was lovely, you know. Um, and, you know, he was a great guy. Like I can't even knock him. Like he made me feel very, very special, you know. Um, really enjoyed his company. Really enjoyed his mind. Like, honestly, great guy. Until obviously this came up and um, he initially was like, oh, you know, who's told you? And I was like, we don't have mutuals. So no one's told me, literally my spirit told me to ask you. That took him a while to get his his head around. Um, And, you know, I guess if you're not, if you're not spiritual and if you don't really understand stuff like that, then I guess why it might come across as weird um but hey ho once we got past that point he was like do you know what we'll talk about it just not right now okay cool so I would bring it up in conversation he'd be like look when I see you we'll talk about it okay cool I see him and you know didn't really want to spoil the vibe so I thought I'd leave it for now but then I'd bring it up oh you know just not now let's we'll talk about honestly next week we'll speak about it the next week came and he basically turned around to me and said, you know, my past is my past. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to talk about it. In the, You know, in the nicest, you know, there was no defensiveness, like, you know, in the nicest possible way. Now, but, now, but for me at that point, I'm like, you've strung me along for two weeks, telling me that you're going to talk to me about something. Um, considering how far we go back, um, considering a lot of things, I'm surprised that you're, you would do that, 
But do you know what? I have to respect your privacy. And, you know, if I've got to respect your privacy, I need to, in turn, also just respect you. So I know what I'm like. So therefore, I don't really feel like this is a right situation for me because I know I'm going to want to know. I'm going to want to know. And, you know, I am FBI, CIA, KGB, all of MI5, yeah? And I can make, I I literally can make it a point to find out, but I don't want to have to do that. So let me respect your boundaries and your privacy and I'm going to fall back because I don't, want to yeah I just don't really want to kind of disrespect you like that um and you know I was firm in my decision because I knew it was for the best however sometimes you know like in a practical sense I feel like sometimes I can be a bit hasty even though I know what I'm saying is right, sometimes I can just be a little bit hasty sometimes, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily take into account how I genuinely might feel, you know, Um, and I think with that conversation and with me kind of saying, it's not really for me, you know, um, a few days after I was a bit like, oh wow, I think I actually, I think I actually like this guy, you know, because I'm feeling a bit like, oh, I'm potentially not going to see him like that again, um, so I kind of backtracked a bit and um, I thought, do you know what? Let's just see how it goes. Like for me, the truth always comes out eventually. So I know I'm going to find out. I know I will. So cool, whatever. Um, but then I basically noticed from that point onwards, you know, the phone calls became a little bit less. Um, I didn't see him that weekend, you know the you know just like you know very very gradually you know I could just feel the energy pull away um and you know I'd say to him like is everything okay because I can literally feel your energy is is waning no 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 what are you talking about everything's fine but really come on come on this is me you're talking to here no, 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 it's fine. And and from that conversation, I remember I specifically said, do not, do not gaslight me. So he was like, what do you mean? I said, okay, this is what gaslighting is and this is what you're doing, yeah? So whether you're intentionally doing it or not, this is exactly what you're doing. So I called it out literally straight away as it happened. Um, You know, the days went on and you know, like I said, at this point, I've established that, oh, I actually like this guy, you know, um, so the, the lack of contact, not seeing him, I started to feel away, I was a bit like, oh my gosh, like, wow, do you, I miss you, you know, actually, like, and he was very kind of like, oh, well, you know, and I'm like, do you want to see me? Yeah, just not today, because, you know, got stuff going on I'm thinking I know your routine <laughs> but whatever cool I just thought you know what you're up you're just a little bit upset right cool so do your thing but then you know a week turned into two weeks turned into three and I'm finding that every time I have a conversation with you you're you're hurting like I I'm not walking away from a telephone conversation feeling good like I'm walking away from a tele- telephone conversation with my feelings hurt because you've pulled back so much that I almost felt like I was, um, you know, like, you know, a little puppy at the window, like who wants to, how much is that dog in the window? You know, like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I could feel myself almost doing that. And I was like, babe, no, please please remember who you are and your and and your divinity and your power no absolutely not um so whilst I remind myself of this and I catch myself there was a week a, a good when I say a week a, 
not every single day, but there was there was a week where it was like, I'm trying, you know, like I'm actually trying, like, is every, like, what's going on? Are you okay? What's going on? Like, what's good? What's not good? Like, talk to me. Very, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no problem. Okay, mate. So we've gone from like speaking for like hours during the day, you know, FaceTimes and stuff like that to nothing. Like if I get a phone call, (laughs) mate. And then you find yourself, because they're trying to make you feel like you're making a big deal out of nothing, you then go over into like over explanation mode. So now I'm trying to, now I'm giving you hypothetical situations when you jolly well know what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, you know, imagine if I, um, every day for dinner, I'm making you home cooked meals. And then one day you come home from work and I just slap some noodles on a plate. And you asked me, am I okay? And I said, yes, yeah, fine. Just, just, I was just a bit busy today. And every day I'm giving you worse and worse and worse meals. Like literally on day five of you coming home from work, I just put a tin of tuna down in front of you. I don't even open it. And you say to me, honey, are you okay? I'm absolutely fine. Why would you think there's a problem? Do you have a problem? Well, honey, I mean you just give me a tin of tuna for dinner. Okay, well, clearly you're the issue here because you can't even appreciate that I actually picked up this tuna and put it down in front of you. That, do you know what I mean? So this is this is the kind of levels that we're talking about. Now, I just thank God that I am so self-aware and I'm very much aware of what emotional abuse looks like, smells like. And although I do not believe for a second that that was his intention that is exactly what he did and I remember our final conversation went along the lines of I was like look we're not vibing you're not being honest about how you feel you're not being honest about why you're pulling back you're not even so on that basis we can't this is not going to work and like the guy that you just heard on this recording was like, oh, let me, are you upset? Let me FaceTime you. He was trying to keep me on the phone. And I'm like, why do you want to keep me on the phone? Are you still upset? I'm, yeah, I'm a bit upset, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, listen, you see me, (laughs) you must not know about, you must not know about me. I'm not going to, I'm going to go to bed and sleep very, very well. Very well. Very, very, very well. So, (laughs) <laughs> and I was just like why do you want to keep me on the phone like literally the vibe in the conversation's dead it's awkward so what is it satisfying in you to keep me on the phone so I slept like a baby that night to be honest with you um because again like like I said I wasn't that emotionally invested anyway secondly I can call a spade a spade um but what I did do and I'm gonna make a point of doing this I kind of just to remind myself I just did it I literally did a little writing exercise and just so I could like be clear because clarity is so important guys clarity right you see when your head feels like it's in a muddle just write some shit down, write it down on paper. And that's exactly what I did because I woke up and although I felt a sense of peace, there was still a element of me that was a bit kind of like, I don't, I still don't understand what's happened. And when I started to write things down, I was like, it all became very clear. And because, you know, we could have got very lost in, what was going on currently rather than where it stemmed from in the first place because again these gaslighting tactics are designed to confuse you so you don't know what's going on yeah um and when I kind of listed certain things down I was like whatever the reason was 
that he did that has nothing to do with you. It has nothing... And the thing is, don't get me wrong, I knew this anyway, but I think I just needed also to see him writing. Like, you are still amazing. This doesn't even mean that he doesn't think you're amazing. The reason he's doing this is because of himself. And what you wanted to know, he probably thought was so detrimental to you guys actually proceeding forward that he's opted to push you away okay that's fine because at the end of the day it's probably better that anyway because that is what I said from the gate this is not going to work is it but because of my feelings and and also let me be I'll be honest my ego um you know kept me trying for a little bit and when I say a little bit I mean I literally mean a little bit like maybe a week and a half maybe something like that it was literally a little bit but um I remember when when we first started speaking one of the things I said to him was I'm very interested to see um you know what your purpose is like why why are you back and I'm very much about learning from situations and what did he what did he taught me I feel like he had taught me to he reminded me of he reminded me of my power so although I feel like a part of him maybe knowingly unknowingly was trying to take my power away um he he reminded me of my essence if that makes sense so the person that he maybe knew 20 years ago constantly reminded me of that person and um it was definitely an ego boost it definitely was an ego boost because although I'm not the same person um it just awakened some things in me if that makes sense um yeah what else did I learn I'm no one's ever gonna guess like (laughs) no one's ever gonna guess like me um I think also it kind of taught me um that you're usually right the first time like follow your gut and and actually stick to what you say because I think sometimes especially when it comes to stuff like that like I say sometimes I can be hasty and I can be very methodical and logical with certain things so I will let logic take over and I will make a decision based on logic however I don't take into account how I might feel emotionally because I just won't um until the emotions kind of are like hi but what about us you know can we just can we talk about this before we and I'm like no because I've already made the decision guys so you know what is this and she's like no but what about us and our feelings and you know and I'm like oh bloody hell and then I'm and then I become torn you know <laughs> so um I think yeah patience with within myself um not to be so hasty about some of the things I say and let my emotions catch up with my logic before I make any steadfast decisions um I think I also need to work on my boundaries um because by rights knowing that I was being gaslit I shouldn't have let it go go on for another two weeks I shouldn't have done I should have cut it dead but again everything in its time everything in its time you know so I'm not going to beat myself up about that but it's still a lesson um yeah and I think the the main thing is like he reminded me of like how I outside of the gas line of how I want to be treated you know um and again that was like I say like I'm not I'm not I'm not really a very kind of machine type of person um you know I'm not really not not saying I don't like people touching me but within reason um you know any kind of like 
heavy, you know, declarations. I'm a bit like, oh, you know. Um, but th- that scenario taught me sometimes just, you know, you can still be very much logical and aware, but just take it in. If someone is expressing um, adoration for you, that's fine. Accept it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's nice. Just accept it. If someone is, you know, doing too much in your mind, how's it gonna? How's it not gonna benefit you to accept it? Don't let it get. Don't let it go too much to your head. Still be in control, but enjoy it. And and that's what I did. I I literally enjoyed it. I I enjoyed, you know, the the element again of kind of being catered for if that makes sense like it was it was you know it was it was it was a nice time it was short but it was but it was a nice time you know um so it's a shame they kind of had to end that way but anyway the topic was gaslighting I've kind of gone off on a tangent a little bit um so yeah we'll wrap that up there you know this little dose of Dion time you know I think I might this that's what I might call my little Solo pods, a dose of Dion. Yeah, a dose of Dion. Anywho, so um, Lovely Bear will be back um, next week. Um, if you have any suggestions or any topics you want me to cover, get in touch, lovelybear at gmail.com, or you can DM, DM me on any of the socials. Um, I think that is it for now. So I will be back, like I say, next week. And, um, yeah, thank you for still tuning in. Like I'm still getting like, like 150 downloads a week since I've been on, you know, my hiatus. Um, shout out to Australia, the US, UK, holding it down still. Um, I can't remember who else I saw um in the last kind of couple weeks and stuff but yeah thank you to all the new subscribers and followers i see you and i am very 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 grateful for you ireland canada australia thank you for tuning in toronto guys love you um so yeah i'm gonna sign out but yes lovely bears officially back so we'll get into it in the next coming weeks okay take care love you bye and it's a wrap Love laid bare. If you love this episode and know someone who could really benefit from hearing this talk, please share. And whilst you're there, leave me a review. I'd be forever grateful. Help me build awareness and raise consciousness one conversation at a time. Listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, CastBox and Apple Podcasts.